You Can Handle Anything, episode number 274. Can you imagine being able to handle anything? And by that, I mean actually being able to deal with difficult people and uncomfortable situations without blaming, complaining, or losing control. Hi, this is Shira Gura, and I know firsthand what it feels like to be stuck. But I also know that getting unstuck from the emotional situations that control you is the most empowering way to live. In this podcast, you will learn how to manage your emotions rather than allowing your emotions to manage you so that you can live a better, healthier, and more joyful life. Thank you so much for tuning in. And now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. So I am on my annual visit to the United States, and it is summertime, and it could be that some or many of you may be also going on vacation, whether that's a weekend away or from some more extended time. And I wanted to share with you this week how you can get clear for creating the best vacation possible. But before I do, I wanted to let you know that my next online workshop, which you are all invited to, will be held on Thursday, August 11th at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, Eastern Standard Time. And the theme for this month's workshop is on setting boundaries. And I decided to focus on boundaries this month because the topic has come up a lot in my monthly membership, the Living Deliberately Circle. And even more conversations are popping up inside of our private Facebook community. And so I wanted to offer a full workshop on this topic because I know many people want to set boundaries in their relationships, but they don't know how or they don't quite understand what a boundary really is. So that is what we're going to do. If you are on my newsletter, you'll be receiving some emails about that soon. So please look out for them. And I will be talking more about boundaries on next week's episode. So please also watch for that. Okay, so how to create the best vacation. Before I share my thoughts, I would like to put that question back on you. When you plan for a vacation, even if it's a staycation where you're taking a day off from work and you're staying home, what do you do to make sure that you're going to have the best vacation? Do you plan things to do? Do you plan rest time in between activities? Do you schedule things? Do you not schedule things? Like, What do you do to make sure that you're going to have the best time? And it may be, you know, a little of this and a little of that. But I guess my overall question is, do you have some sort of strategy to create the best or the most optimal experience? Or do you just kind of hope for that to happen? And so what I've learned in my life, and it's maybe taken me some time to learn, but that's okay, because I don't think we're ever too old to learn new things. What I've learned basically is that you can't just depend on hope. Like you're going to hope to have a good vacation or you're going to hope that everyone is going to get along or you're going to hope for sunshine or you're going to hope that you don't overeat or you're going to hope that you have time to read or you're going to hope that you get a good night's sleep, right? I think that's natural. I think a lot of us go into things with hopes or expectations like these without realizing that we're even doing that. And that's the thing. So much of our life really is unconscious. We don't realize what we're thinking. But then what happens is we end up getting stuck because of what we were thinking. And I'm talking about our expectations. And those expectations weren't met. 
And that's why it's so important to uncover ahead of time what you are expecting. And by that, I mean what you're hoping for, what you're wishing for, so that you really go into future experiences as self-aware as possible. And so for me, the easiest and most efficient way to do this is to use the clear way. It's a simple and step-by-step tool that I created to be able to be mentally prepared for anything. And for those of you who are not familiar with this tool, I even wrote a book about it, which you can find on Amazon. So I'd like to give you an example of how you can get clear when you go on vacation. So let's start by just having you imagine what that vacation is, okay? Picture it in your mind. Where are you going? And who are you going with? And how long are you going to be wherever that place is? Okay, so the first thing to do in the clear way, it's an acronym, C-L-E-A-R, is C, get calm. Because even if you may not be aware of it, you may be feeling slightly anxious or worried or anticipating something going wrong. And even if you're not, even if you think your mind is totally in the positive, this first step of the tool, what it does is that it brings you back to the present moment. So instead of living in the future, when the future is not even here yet, it guides you to return to the now. And this can look as simple as taking a breath or two. Okay, the next step, L, is for lighten. This is where we lighten any heavy emotions or thoughts that we may be experiencing. So for instance, I would ask you in this step if you are feeling anxious or worried about anything that may happen on this vacation. Like, do you anticipate something going wrong, or that it's going to rain, or that something's going to happen between people? If you do, notice what you may be thinking, and then see if you can finish this sentence. Like, I know this is going to happen. Like, I'm asking you to uncover what negative thoughts or anticipations you are thinking. Like, I know it's going to rain. And then to lighten that, see if instead of being in a place of all-knowing, see if you can lighten that thought and be curious about it. Like, it may rain, and it may not rain. I don't know. So by changing your language, you stay in a place of possibility rather than a place of all-knowing. And whether you realize you do this or not, it happens to all of us. We believe things are going to happen only because we've had that experience from our past. Like, I know he's going to act like that because the last time we went on vacation, he did. But the truth is, we don't know. We don't ever know. And instead of bringing your past into your future, you can stay open to things being different. Okay, now for the expectations part. What is it that you want on this vacation? And for this, you really may need to do some digging around here because like I said earlier, you may not even realize that you're walking around with expectations when you are probably full of them. So what can you list out in terms of your hopes and your wishes? Like, I hope it's going to be sunny every day, or I hope everyone has a good time, or I hope I have fun. Obviously, I don't know what your vacation is and what you're planning, so this is something that you have to do on your own. But it's important that you do this work because, like I said earlier, it's your unmet expectations that get us stuck in the first place. Okay, A is for acceptance, and most of the people I work with tell me that this is the hardest step for them. 
In this step, we accept the possibility that the opposite of what we just expressed as our expectations may not happen. And we do this not to jinx ourselves, but to accept it ahead of time. So if it doesn't happen, you will already have accepted it. And this can be hard because why would you want to accept something that you don't want to happen, right? But the reason that you do it, like I said earlier, is so that you don't get stuck. So my question to you is, can you accept the possibility that what you want may not happen? And if you can't, well, I might encourage you then to go through the unstuck method to get unstuck from that. But assuming that you can, the final step in the clear way, R is for responsibility. And this is where you take full responsibility for who it is you want to be in that situation. Because the truth of the matter is, you can be anyone you want to be even when things don't go the way you want. Like, you can still be happy, even if it's raining. Or you can still be loving, even if you get into an argument with someone. Or you can still be calm, even if the plans change. So the question is, who do you want to be on your vacation? And this is the best way I know to be able to create the best vacation possible. And you do it with your mind. In other words, The success of your vacation has nothing to do with the weather or the people or the food or anything else. It has to do with one thing, and that's who you are choosing to be. And so I'll give you a couple of quick examples of what I mean just from the last two weeks that I've been here. Last weekend, I was creating a video to put on Instagram. I was out in Lancaster with my family, and I woke up early, and I really wanted to create this video by the pool. And wouldn't you know... As soon as I started the recording, it started to rain. Just like that, like out of nowhere. Otherwise, the weather had been beautiful. Now, I know that may seem like not such a big deal, and it wasn't, but it was just a great reminder in that moment that anything can happen and to remember who it is you want to be no matter what. And so I laughed and I put the camera away and I tried again when the rain stopped. And the only reason I was able to do that pretty swiftly is because I got clear ahead of time, meaning I didn't know what to expect on that weekend. I wasn't familiar with the place we were going. I didn't know what we would be doing exactly or when we would be doing things. And I just got clear to be the person who would flow to the best that she could. And so when it rained, I just flowed with it. But let me give you maybe a little bit more of a a relevant example. So each time we come to visit my family, I have different arrangements for my kids. Most of the time, I put them in some sort of camp. And so on this trip that I'm on right now, I just came in with my youngest, who's 11. And the other kids, besides my daughter who's in the Navy and she didn't come in with us, they're going to be coming in later. And basically, we're going to be all together as a family later in August. And so in advance, I asked my son what he would want to do this summer, and he told me he wasn't happy with the last camp that he went to, and that he wanted something baseball related. And so I searched and I searched, and I found two camps that looked pretty good. One camp was only for one week, and the other one had like some random weeks that I could sign him up for. And so the plan would mean that he would basically not be in camp for the first two weeks, and then he would go into camp. And that would mean that he would be hanging around a lot for those first two weeks, which is not necessarily what is the familiar thing that is done in my family. In other words, instead of being in a structured program for those first two weeks, 
I took my son on some day trips, whether that was visiting my brother and his wife, or visiting my aunt and uncle, or going to Philadelphia, or going to the library, or even just going to the supermarket. And the rest of the time was like downtime for him, which meant a lot of TV, even though I was hoping he would be reading a lot more books. But I was really okay with it, because all year long, we are running around a lot in a lot of structured activities. And the truth is, I really value this downtime for both of us. And honestly, I had a lot of fun with him those first two weeks, because as the youngest, he doesn't get as much attention from me as the other kids do. And now we had all this one-on-one time together, and we had fun, and we laughed a lot, and I learned a lot about him in those two weeks, and it was just wonderful. But even though I think it was great, I got clear ahead of time that other people may not like the fact that my son wasn't doing so much. And so I was mentally prepared that if anyone would make a comment or maybe a judgment about the fact that he wasn't in some sort of structured activity for all that time, I was just ready, you know, and accepted in advance that that may happen. And I was prepared to be strong in my response because that's who I wanted to be. And that's what our plan was. Now, I want to add one caveat, and that is that we can't always know in advance everything that we need to be clear about. Things may come up that we absolutely couldn't have had expected, so we do need to cut ourselves some slack. But at the same time, if we can get clear ahead of time, and of course you can use this tool for anything, not just vacations, right? You can use this before you go into uncomfortable conversations that you have to have or before a difficult meeting that you're anticipating. The more you embrace this tool in your life, the more likely you're going to end up at the other end of that thing, closer to being the person that you want to be, rather than reacting to every surprise that comes your way. So I would love to hear your thoughts on this topic. Are you going on vacation this summer? And can you see yourself getting clear ahead of time? Find me over on Instagram and send me a DM and let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And remember, you can handle anything. Did you know that in every moment, you have a choice? A choice to either get unstuck from an uncomfortable emotion that you don't want, or a choice to generate the emotion that you actually want to feel. Being able to make that choice is the key to being able to handle anything. And that's exactly what you learn inside of my six-month immersive group coaching program, Emotionally Equipped for Life, where I guide you to a brand new way of thinking, feeling, and being so that you can live a better, healthier, and more joyful life. If you find yourself getting hijacked by your emotions, you owe it to yourself to make a change. To take your first steps towards getting unstuck, visit my website, shiragura.com forward slash free class. I look forward to seeing you on the other side.